0: Dave and Darren are about to delight you. Inform, entertain, delight, and those are our goals. Inspire you. Well, yeah, wouldn't that be great? If this podcast can serve as an inspiration... There goes my inspiration. These are the top five things that happened on our morning show, which you can hear weekdays 5.30 to 10 on Planet 93.9 and on the Planet 93.9 mobile app. Sure. Sure. Where do we start, pal? How
1: about number one? Number one. Number
0: one. 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 Number one. There was the story earlier this week of some monkeys that got stolen out of the Dallas Zoo. Mm-hmm. I mean, we presume they were stolen. Some guy was wandering around and a hole was cut in the fence. And then these, these two monkeys with mustaches disappeared from the Dallas Zoo, only to be found in the closet of an abandoned home near the zoo you
1: think that was an inside job?
0: It had to have been. It had to have been. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Although I think those monkeys, because of their mustaches, are really valuable. Sure. So maybe it's just somebody who knows a lot about monkey prices. I'm not sure how anyone would know any of this stuff.
1: But they were found pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, they got a tip. Somebody called on the monkey line and said, "Uh, I think I know where those monkeys are. Now there's this mystery. How did Momo the gibbon get herself pregnant? This is in southern Japan. For years now... Another inside job. (laughs) There's just one zookeeper who's always changing the subject whenever this (laughs) comes up. Hey, how did Momo, who's been alone in her cage all this time, get pregnant? Uh, I don't don't know. Uh, 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 Crazy weather lately, huh?
1: (laughs) Public pools, I guess.
0: (laughs) So the steroids are putting in these chickens, am I right? (laughs) 12-year-old white-handed gibbon. Uh, Gibbon's a type of monkey. Uh, Momo is her name. Lived by herself. 12-year-old gibbon lived by herself, and was never joined by a companion. And yet, somehow she got pregnant. Now, some of her neighbors are males, but their cages are separated by sturdy bars and jagged chicken wire fencing. Absolutely inconceivable to the zookeepers at this Japanese zoo that these males could have mated through two layers of barriers. I'll say this, jagged chicken wire fencing is a hell of a galactic. you would think. But despite all of this, Momo gave birth in 2021. Now, she's white. This is a male gibbon with black hair and white fur trimming around its face. I'll show you this photo. Here's Momo. Momo looks a lot like Spank. Yeah. And uh, then... Her, her offspring here, her son, who, by the way, was born in 2021. They still haven't gotten around to naming this monkey. But her, uh, her offspring looks different. So they're trying to figure out, how is this possible? Well, the way you find out is you take some DNA tests. Mm-hmm. They had a heck of a time getting DNA from this monkey because Momo was very protective. And it
1: wasn't easy to swab the... Uh... <laughs> inner cheek of the <laughs> zookeeper, either. Uh,
0: this seems like a violation of my uh, rights. After enlisting a researcher to analyze the DNA in stool and hair samples collected last year from Momo, her child, and four potential fathers, uh-huh. the Kujukushima Zoo and Botanical Garden has finally made an announcement As to who the father is.
1: And Momo, this week, will be on an episode of the Maury Povich Show.
0: (laughs) See, it's a shame he's retired. This would be perfect for him. Ito, the 34-year-old Gibbon, you are the father. The zoo says here, it took us two years to figure it out because we couldn't get close enough to collect samples. She was very protective of her child. So how did this happen? If she never had direct contact with Ito, how'd she get pregnant in the first place? Mm -hmm. The zoo doesn't have any hard evidence. There's no surveillance footage. But they say the ape's point of contact was probably a hole in the wall measuring nine millimeters in diameter. At the zoo, Momo and Ito take turns going on display in the morning and afternoon.
1: Jerry Jones knows how this happened.
0: (laughs) They take turns going on display in the morning and the afternoon. There's an exhibition area right in front of Momo's cage. The two spaces are separated by a partition, which is a perforated board that is supposed to prevent the apes from mingling, but life uh, 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 found a way. They say, we think it's very likely that on one of the days that Ito is in the exhibition space, they copulated through a hole. Not completely unheard of, they say. Normally, the zoo pairs gibbons after a series of trial and error to familiarize the apes with one another. In the wild, gibbons select their mates based on physical appearance, social behavior, and vocalization, such as the complex songs that they sing.
1: Getting to know you. <laughs>
0: We don't know what Ito did to Momo to woo her, other than just, I don't know, putting his junk in a little hole in the wall. What do you think of this? <laughs> Does this do anything Does for this, you, Momo? this do anything for you? <laughs> now that the mystery has been solved, the zoo hopes to move Ito in with Momo and their child. They'll be like a little nuclear uh, monkey family. They have to get used to each other at first, but hopefully they will live together as one family, they say. To prevent unwanted pregnancy, the zoo has now replaced the perforated partition board with a barrier that has zero openings. We'll have no more of this monkey business. And that zookeeper is breathing the biggest sigh of relief in the history of Japan.
1: Yeah, let's go with that idea. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh,
0: hole in the wall. That, that, adds, that adds
1: up. Yeah, sure, that's what happened.
0: <laughs> Had to be. Only logical explanation, I guess. Sure. All right, well... We're not putting uh, cameras up, though, right? <laughs> I think we can agree we don't need yeah, that. No, we were able to figure everything out without uh, the cameras.
1: No reason for an invasion of privacy. Number
0: <laughs> two. Two. Two.
1: two! Two, Two.
0: Just months after reconciling their marriage... Sylvester Stallone and his wife are announcing a new reality TV show.
1: Doesn't he have his own TV show right
0: now? Yeah, but that's not a reality TV show.
1: Yeah, but isn't the other show enough to keep you busy?
0: You would think. Sylvester Stallone with another on-screen project. It's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. They've just announced The Family Stallone, a new reality show featuring Sylvester Stallone His wife, Jennifer Flavin, and their three daughters, Sophia, Sistine, and Scarlett.
1: I wonder if brother Frank is always trying to get on the show. (laughs) He's just at the gate. He's just like... And his
0: code doesn't work.
1: He's like outside. He's just always like (laughs) looking in the window.
0: The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) Sorry, Frank. None none of this episode. An eight-part series will follow the day-to-day of the Stallone household... And we'll focus on Sly's life as a father.
1: Let me guess. The three girls, he's got yeah. two daughters and the wife.
0: Three daughters, three, yes. Oh, three daughters. Yes.
1: Three daughters and the wife.
0: Yes, there's Sistine, <laughs> Sophia, and Scarlett.
1: Let me guess. They'll all gang up on dad because dad's a dummy.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
1: Oh, dad, you're so stupid. Our
0: dad is so dumb. You are dummy. dumb. He's such a dummy.
1: I can't believe it. How... Hey, you girls, turn. The... please turn the lights off when you leave the room. Yeah.
0: Shut up, dummy.
1: Dad's the punching bag.
0: Let me guess. <laughs> right, that's the twist. Rocky gets beat up every episode. Constantly. <laughs> hey, did somebody take the last slice of pizza? Shut up, you stupid old fart man. You smell like a fart. Shut up, dummy. (laughs) Hey, somebody left the door to the patio open. We're letting bugs in. Oh, my God, shut your stupid mouth, Rocky. (laughs) Why is our dad so dumb?
1: (laughs) You know, I paid for this house.
0: Oh, my God, no one cares, Rocky. Shut your mouth. Reading here from the press release for the show, it says, After playing some of the most legendary characters in cinematic history, Uh three-time Academy Award nominee, Sylvester Stallone is ready to give cameras access to what he would consider the greatest role of his lifetime. Sure. Dad. Go take a nap, Copland. Oh, my God. No one cares, rhinestone. Shut your mouth. The Family Stallone will be produced by MTV (laughs) Entertainment Studios
1: Whatever, Cobra Uh,
0: uh, Your your curfew is the disease and I'm the cure That doesn't make any sense, you stupid old dummy (laughs) (laughs) Again, the press release says To the world, he's a man A myth and a legend but not at but, home. But not within his,
1: Not within the four walls of his own home.
0: The world knows him as Rocky. <laughs> These women call him Dummy. To his face, <laughs> to the world, he's the man, the myth, the legend. But to his daughters, he's just Dad. While he headlines box office smash hits, at home he's focused on building for the future and raising three independent and ambitious women is the thing. Who abuse him? These kids, they're all grown up, it looks like. Sure. What is he, what's left for him to do? I don't know. It looks like it's time for them to leave the nest. The pair's eldest daughter is 26-year-old Sophia. It says here in the the press release, Sophia, quote, has no interest in following in her father's acting footsteps. What you do is dumb. Pretending to be other people? Gross. Oh you're so stupid. You smell like pepperoni. <laughs> Unlike her older sister Sistine inherited the acting gene and is currently in development on her first feature film. And brother Frank
1: who just wrote a new song.
0: Oh my if if every episode like at the end credits it's just Frank Stallone getting the code wrong at the gate, and he can't get in. <laughs> this will be the greatest TV show in the history of the medium. He gets, he gets pinned by the gate. Meanwhile, the youngest Stallone member, Scarlett, is 20. She moved into her own apartment and continues to study in college. She hopes to become an actress after starring in her dad's new series, Tulsa King. So the kids are 26, 24, and 20. The 20-year-old's the only one out of the house? The family's reality show may come as a surprise. What about Flavin? After Stallone and Flavin <laughs> Famous. <laughs> Jennifer Flavin Flavin Who? They they parted ways in August when the former model filed for divorce. But not so fast. And was seen without her wedding ring shortly thereafter. Stallone then appeared to take permanent steps to cement the split by covering up two tattoos that he had gotten in honor of his wife. The two who got married in 1997 decided to reconcile less than a month after parting ways. Oh my God, why didn't you stick with the divorce? Now he's in our house again. You're a stupid bitch, Mom. And Dad's a dummy. (laughs) Eight episodes of that. I'm acting like I'm not going to watch it. But I'm absolutely gonna. And watch what's it, watch. it gonna be on? Paramount Plus, I think. Paramount Plus is who announced the mm-hmm. show. It's produced by MTV. Oh. But it's not uh, you know, that's all the same it's all the same company. So yeah, I, I'm imagining this'll be on Paramount Plus.
1: oh uh, uh, hey, uh somebody somebody help me clean the pool, please.
0: I need a little help with the hose. Are we poor? Why don't you have someone else do that? Here's the announcement Paramount Plus did. Now these are all the characters on the Paramount Plus show uh, looking at a at a mountain somewhere. It gets uh, it gets. I don't know if this is gonna really translate if you can understand like oh, yeah, Dora the Explorer yes, I see. I see. and one of the guys so from Star a, Trek. A, uh, They're all on a mountaintop. Promotional you see. video. Yes, yes. Yes. Meanwhile,
1: on Paramount Mountain.
2: Okay. This mountain has three faces, the northern face,
0: the southern face, and
1: the Sylvester Stallone face. Of course.
0: Who's crazy enough to climb that?
1: Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Is that Dad? Yeah. He always does this. I got goosies. Look at my legs. Oh, my
0: God. So he's climbing a, an animated I'm, mountain I'm, of himself. I'm the skyscraper. Did, but did you catch? The daughters are yes, annoyed that their dad is he always climbing this. the mountain. I told you. Is that dad? He I, always does this. I told you. He's climbing a mountain that's shape, in the shape of his face. He asks the mountain, how are you doing? The mountain says, how are you doing? And the daughters are so annoyed with dad already.
2: Of
1: course.
0: Who's crazy enough to climb that?
1: <sighs> hey, how you doing? How you doing? Is that Dad? Yeah. He always does this. I got gooseies. Oh my god. They're Shaking their heads at him. Rolling. No, 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 don't sneeze. Oh, dear God, no. Keep it in there, big boy. Oh. Hold it in. Hold it. Hold it. Oh. Don't do it. Oh. Oh. Go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. He'll be all right. Maybe. He's fine. He does this. This is normal.
0: Oh, my God. They're so annoyed at their stupid dad. He just broke his
1: back, and they couldn't care less. (laughs) 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 That's what you're going to get. My name is Rocker Balboa.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. They're annoyed that their dad's Paralyzed. That's one episode of the show. You ever try to
1: treat mom like this, you'd get arrested.
0: (laughs) They're just... The whole promo! These girls are just rolling their eyes.
1: It's always beat up on dad.
0: Oh, no! Oh, he's so stupid. He's always climbing mountains that look like his face. What a dummy our dad is. I can't stand him. Oh, wow. Well, it's coming to Paramount+. Plus. Oh, my God. Shut up, you stupid old man. Your brother's outside. Hey, let me in. I got a new song I want you to hear. It's all about giving your best shot to your efforts. Oh, God, another one of these. Hey, don't let him in. Number three. 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 We go to Vermont for this next tale. Alberg, Vermont, where a brawl broke out amongst spectators at a middle school basketball game. Get it. Eighth graders, seventh and eighth grade boys playing basketball on Tuesday night. Uh-huh. State troopers had to be called to the community education center just before 7 p.m. on Tuesday, after a report of a large fight involving spectators during the middle school basketball game. The fight ended before the state troopers showed up, and many of the participants had taken off. But one man, Russell Griot, sought medical attention. He was taken by ambulance to the Northwestern Medical Center in St. Albans, Vermont. So everyone's scattered. yeah. Everyone took off. This guy is uh, 60 years old. When the state troopers get there, he's not looking so good. So he ends up going to the hospital as a result of this fight that happened there at the stands of the middle school hoops game. And... But now he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. They killed him. Pronounced dead. Killed at a melee at a middle school basketball game.
1: Didn't see that one coming. Jeez. And what if you weren't part of the fight, that you're just like
0: in the middle of something? You just, they just picked the wrong bleacher to sit in. Yeah. Oh, no. Jay Nichols is the executive director of the Nichols. Vermont Principals Association. Uh, he says in a statement that the group which oversees school sports in the state had no information about the event beyond what the authorities provided. We
1: know nothing.
0: <laughs> Quote, although we cannot speak specifically about the events at this individual game, we would like to once again emphasize that middle and high school sports are educational and are for the benefit of the student-athletes. Spectators that cannot behave appropriately can be barred from events and can face criminal charges. You know who else can face criminal charges here in Jay Nichols? People who kill other people. Sheesh! I drive a Dodge Stratus! <laughs> <laughs> the state... Police are now investigating Griu's death, and the state medical examiner's office is conducting an autopsy. You guys want some of this? You want to be a hero? 60 years old. Just hanging out at a seventh and eighth grade basketball game. Gonna get
1: myself a little popcorn. Yeah. See uh, see if uh, any of these kids are any, uh, any good. I <laughs>
0: will say this. As someone who attends all of the 8th grade uh, yes. basketball games that I can, I never once have the thought as I enter a, a gymnasium, is this how Dave LaVore perishes? <laughs> this is how I check out. Never once had that thought. Maybe I'll start thinking that way. Well,
1: that's right. Keep your head on a swivel.
0: Allberg is a town of 2,100 people in northwest Vermont. Surrounded on three sides by beautiful Lake Champlain. The northern part of the community forms part of the border with Canada.
1: Very charming. Uh Uh-huh. Very picturesque place to scatter ashes.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: I do like the visual of the state troopers showing up and everyone's gone. Except this guy. I don't feel so good after that uh, brawl that I was in. I'd leave if I could. I don't... I think this might be the big one, Elizabeth. Received medical attention at the scene, but was pronounced dead by the time they got him to the hospital. Don't know a lot about the fight. Spectators somehow ended up on the court where multiple people were tackled, shoved, and multiple punches were thrown. The fight concluded before the Vermont state troopers showed up. This guy was involved in the fight and asked to receive medical attention. That's that's really all we know. You can't tell me there isn't video of this. There's always people shooting video at a their kids basketball games, right? Yeah, but everyone fled. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go. The,
1: the fuzz is on its way. Oh no. This is not the heat is on.
0: The reason no one's sharing their video is yeah. all of the video implicates the everyone. <laughs> We can't have these details getting out.
1: Everyone was landing haymakers.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. This isn't great. Get
2: ball brawl. Thank you for joining us. I'm Darren Perrin. And I'm Cat Villianzoni. The melee happened... Darren Perrin?
0: Oh, that's... Why isn't that your name? This cat's name is Darren Perrin. That's outstanding.
2: At a boys basketball game in the Champlain Islands. Our Katherine Huntley joins us live now from Alberg, where it oh, happens. There it is, there is some video. What can you tell us? Well, Darren and Kat, I'm here at the Maple Fields in Alberg, which is just about a mile and a half down the road from the Alberg Education or Alberg Community Education Center. Now, last night, during a boys' 7th and 8th grade middle school basketball game, spectators got into a brawl, which spread onto the court. Now, police say 60-year-old Russell Giroux was involved in that fight, and after he left the gym last night, he needed medical assistance and was taken by ambulance to Northwestern Medical Center, where he was pronounced dead. Hmm.
0: I would have come at you like a tornado made of arms <laughs> and teeth and, and fingernails.
2: Police still are investigating and they do not yet know what started the brawl. Oh boy. The fight scene here, an eyewitness video. Adults on the court screaming and throwing punches in the Alberg gym. Even two boys on a basketball team joining in the brawl in the middle of the court. Sure. In some
0: respects, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, this should never happen.
2: Grand Isle State's attorney Doug DeSabato lives in Alberg. He says state police are gathering video footage and information about who was there last night.
0: Very sad, and it's because of adults. And uh, and I'm sad for my community.
2: The video shows more than a dozen adults throwing punches or trying to pull others away or off the pile. The Vermont Principals Association oversees high school sports. Executive Director Jay Nichols says he spoke to one of the referees of the game, who told him he's not sure why it started.
0: They were refing the game, and the next thing he knew, people were out on the, on the uh, court, uh, punching each other. And you know, there was one person that had blood all over their face, and they got a parent to call the police.
2: Nichols reminds spectators that it's a privilege to be at a game, not a right. Uh huh. I thought I was on the foc'sle of a tramp steamer.
1: Yeah, but you did have a couple 13, 13-year-olds. 13 Fourteen year olds uh-huh. taking shots at the adults. <laughs> Let's do this. I've I've wanted this for quite some time. <laughs> now, now it begins. Uh-huh. It is payback time. Number <laughs> four, four. Four.
0: Shout out to for Ron for to tipping, tipping us off to this one. It's an am I uh, the jerk here on uh, on Reddit, the subreddit, where people wonder if if somehow they've made the mistake. Mm-hmm. I think to have that within you, to wonder if you've made an error, a lot of times we find that, that, that people are, are not in the wrong. Because people who are actual bona fide jerks don't wonder if they're jerks. Never occurs to them. Right. This one, however... Oh, everybody get comfortable. <laughs> am I a jerk for asking my wife to respect my title as a pilot? hmm I need the opinions of AV geeks and pilots on a matter involving my wife. I am completely serious, and I need help with this. My wife and I have been together for five years, married for two we don't have any children. Mm-hmm. We have an amazing, happy relationship. I can't recall a single time we've ever argued to the point of breakup or divorce. This issue, however, is causing me to reconsider the health of our relationship. Since my wife and I have been together, I have worked as a manager for a restaurant chain. I am extremely passionate aviation enthusiast in my free time. Mm-hmm. I have spent thousands of dollars on flight textbooks, simulation gear, and I've even built my own A330 setup. I have never actually flown a plane or started flight training, but I have considered it for a long time. So this is all on the ground. Even though my skills are not a career, I still consider myself as adept or possibly more knowledgeable... Than the average pilot. Okay. That being said, here's where the problem arises. My wife and I were invited to one of her male co-workers' homes for a barbecue. My wife is a senior software tech for a COVID startup. She's worked there since 2020, a lucky catch after she was laid off from her previous job due to the virus. It was my first time meeting any of her now close co-workers due to COVID and working from home. I had assumed she talked about me before, but as we were cycling through introductions, I became less sure. (laughs) We make our way down the line to the host of the party, a new male hire that she has grown platonically close with. We exchange casual conversation, and the host, Greg, asked what I do for a living. My wife chimes in with he manages a... Insert the name of the fast food chain here. Mm -hmm. It certainly comes with some benefits. I'm assuming she's referring to the free food. Right. In a voice that implied nothing was wrong with what she said, I very quickly corrected her and told her, I'm a pilot. (laughs) My wife already knows how insecure I am about my job and how I'd much rather be introduced by my hobby. Uh. I have earned the title of pilot (laughs) through my 500-plus hours on sim and thousands of dollars put into my craft. Mm. I think it is incredibly disrespectful for her not to acknowledge my skills and training. Just because I don't have the title of a pilot on an overpriced piece of paper doesn't mean I'm not a pilot. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed it off with Greg and told him under my breath that my wife was often forgetful which I'm sure he's realized just from working with her. He seemed to brush it off casually, but at this point, I am (laughs) fuming. But I won't go much farther than exchanging some nasty glances at my wife for the rest of the night. As we pack into the car to leave, the argument starts. She feels as if I don't deserve my title as a pilot because I'm not a professional. I told her she is completely insensitive to the work I've done, which she will never understand what it's like to study so much. She's currently on the couch as I type this. Am I really the jerk just for asking to be respected? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You are
1: not going to get the feedback you want.
0: What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law.
1: But let me get this right. You've never flown a plane. Not
0: once. No, sir. No, that's never, that's never happened. I've never, never once flown a plane. What does that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. I have spent thousands of dollars on my simulator. <laughs> <laughs> and for her to just talk about what I actually do for a living, rather than the fact that yeah. I am a pilot... <laughs> I'm
1: guessing he gets a rude awakening here, huh?
0: Yeah, he does not get the uh he does not get the uh, <laughs> s- support probably the, from anyone. The support he was looking for. <laughs> you sir are a pilot aboard the good ship delusional. <laughs> 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 this is great. I am absolutely serious about this. How could she not refer to me? I've never. Who do you
1: fly for?
0: Well, no. Well, one. I've never actually been in a plane, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but... but I I just think
1: I... isn't that going to be harder to explain <laughs> than saying that you're the manager of a fast food restaurant? <laughs> I mean, you're when you say that you're the manager of a fast food restaurant, <laughs> kind of end a story, right? That's kind of gr- I can I, think I can wrap my head around what that is. Frankly,
0: I'd rather have a conversation with a fast food manager than a pilot, because right, I I have some understanding of how that works. Yes. Uh, somebody well, here saying stuff. somebody saying you are the jerk. I work in aviation. I work with pilots in training all day. Even the nerdiest of AV geeks and aerosexuals with the thousands of dollars they've spent on sim equipment suck at flying when they start out. Uh Uh-huh, sure. There's even a phenomenon where those most desperate to fly often flunk out because they're unable to get over themselves for long enough to learn what they need and take much-needed critical feedback. And you sound exactly like those guys. So you're
1: better off if you were to take flying lessons. (laughs) going in there with absolutely no
0: simulation training. (laughs) Someone says here, you sound like a massive tool. If you go around telling people you're a pilot and then they find out you've literally never piloted an aircraft, they're going to think that you're actually insane. Right, great. If, If I was your wife, I would leave you. Imagine calling someone forgetful, belittling someone you should love, To explain that you are a pretend pilot. (laughs) Your wife is going to have to explain to these people that she's married to someone delusional without taking a professional hit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's the one at risk here.
0: (laughs) Another reaction, though, uh, says, You know what? To be fair, I'd love it if I met someone at a party who introduced themselves like this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a pilot. (laughs) sorry man I'm gonna give it to you straight you're not a pilot you say so yourself it's a hobby no matter how well versed you are in the sims and flight textbooks you won't be recognized as a pilot until you put the work in getting that worthless piece of paper Mm -hmm. it's similar to how people who spend thousands of dollars in race sims that doesn't make them a professional race car driver it's not your wife's job to cover up your insecurities there's a level of support that should be there and assuming your wife is still proud of what you've accomplished as a fast food chain manager, that shows or should make you feel that way. It's on you to be proud of what your current occupation is. If you're not happy, consider taking actual flight lessons now so you can become who you think yourself to be. That's very well thought yeah. out. hmm uh, One more. I play a lot of Call of Duty, and yet, for some reason, no one ever calls me soldier. <laughs> why doesn't anyone ever thank me for my service <laughs> this is a wendy's not an airport <laughs> 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 so one more it says i understand this completely i bought a telescope last week so now i'm an astronaut <laughs>
2: five, five, five. Number five.
0: A friend of mine was saying that he's got the um he gets he gets food delivered. Yeah, from High V. Yeah, and they use DoorDash. Okay, for that, and he was saying that at least like the last couple of times, the orders are wrong, uh-huh. and you have to tip in advance. Oh, like if you don't tip, then they they go out of their way to make sure that you don't get what you're supposed to have.
1: What? What kind of setup is that? What yeah. kind of business model is that? Yeah,
0: that was, that was kind of my question. That you're gonna, I don't be, quite understand you're be this. You're
1: penalized?
0: He says, we, we uh, use hy V to deliver groceries, and they use DoorDash. I put a $5 tip for the DoorDash driver in the order because we don't typically have cash. Yeah. Both times, the driver has failed to deliver all the groceries I've needed to call the store and either get a refund or ask them to send a second delivery. I don't want to leave the initial tip now because DoorDash just isn't doing a good job. And it's definitely DoorDash. It's not hy that's making the mistake. But I'm concerned if I don't tip up front, then things are going to get worse. Well,
1: how does he know that? Because it's not the DoorDash person that collects the items, right?
0: Right. They have a Hy-Vee guy. That
1: There's a hy person who's doing that.
0: Yeah. I'm concerned if I don't tip up front, the problem will get worse. I've heard many stories of delivery drivers giving less attention to orders that don't tip up front. I don't. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right that DoorDash is just going to pick it up. Yeah, they that's have all somebody. Doing. Somebody at hy V goes and does all of the the shopping with you, right? I would does think. Does it seem like every time you're at hy V, half the people in the aisle shopping with you are hy V employees? There's some of that.
1: I guess my suggestion would be uh, uh-huh. go get your own groceries. <laughs> I know it's a crazy concept. <laughs> Just there is that, you know, I, I understand you're the busiest person on the face of the earth, <laughs> you know, you couldn't, couldn't possibly spend uh, 20 minutes <laughs> getting something.
0: I, ha- I had to go get some light bulbs yesterday afternoon and it, I did self-checkout. Yes. And it was a, it was at a, one of the big box stores? It was Walmart. I went to Walmart to get some light bulbs.
1: Well, you didn't really have an option then.
0: What do you mean? They don't have anybody. Who... They really don't. I mean, it's all self checkout, right? So, as I'm, I, all I have is just light bulbs, and I've got the receipt in my hand with the light bulbs, right? And as I'm walking out, the kind old lady whose job is to make sure you're not stealing light bulbs. Yeah. You know, I, I've gotten to the point where it's just frustrating. You can either have somebody check me out. Yeah. Or if you're trusting me to ring myself out, you can trust me to to not, you know, steal. I, like it, I get. I, I've been frustrated when they want to stop you and go over your receipt. Mm-hmm. This isn't Costco. This is Walmart. Uh, but the 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 long and the short of it is, she did something that I thought was pretty smart in What's retrospect. That? She whispered to me. She goes, "My boss is coming this way. Uh-huh. Uh, can I take a look at your receipt?" Oh, and now instantly I'm like. Well, yeah, I'm helping you out. I don't want to get you in trouble with your boss. Yeah. But then as I was walking away, I'm like, does she say that to everybody? Could very well be. Is that be. part of her patter to Could take be. the sting off Could the be. hole? I need to take a look at your receipt. In which case, I uh, respect the grift, man. I dig it. And I don't I should have said, Well, which one's your boss?
1: I don't um I don't know if you've noticed, but high V now yeah. happens to have like greeters.
0: Yeah, they do. Um, but they don't ever ask to see your receipt. No,
1: they don't ask to see your receipt. And one of the greeters the other day, which I thought this was fantastic, why not, had his head down. He's just looking at his phone. <laughs> 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 It's like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I'm like right on, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's There's a
0: helpful smile and an old man watching TV in every (laughs) aisle. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's like, you you, do you, man. I
0: don't miss Levitard, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. In Michigan, there's a story of a Grubhub account that was taken over. Doorbell kept ringing and cars kept coming. Chesterfield Township, Michigan, a six-year-old Michigan boy went on a $1,000 spending spree, had his dad's phone and just kept ordering different places, just ringing him up. Ring-a-ding-ding. It says here it was a $1,000 spending spree like he was on a game show using his father's Grubhub account, ordering large amounts of food from numerous restaurants all across the area. The food was piling up for Keith Stonehouse on Saturday night. He was home alone with his son, Mason. His wife went to go see a movie with some friends. He says, we're talking large orders, five large orders of jumbo shrimp, salads, shawarma... Chicken pita sandwiches, a little bit of everything, chili cheese fries, ice cream, grape leaves, huh? Rice, and that's just some of what was delivered by one Grubhub driver after another.
1: I'm exploring this Mediterranean diet. (laughs) (laughs) Food, all right.
0: The dad says it was like something out of a Saturday Night Live skit. I was probably on a 9.5 out of 10 anger while it was happening. The next day I was at an eight, and now I'm at about a three. I don't really find this funny yet, but I can laugh with people a little bit. It's a lot of money, and it kind of came out of nowhere. He says he was letting his kid, Mason, who's six, play with his cell phone for like a half an hour before bedtime. Never in the world thought that he would go to the Grubhub app and just keep ordering large amounts of food from one restaurant after another.
1: I wonder if it would make him feel better if he knew that we find it funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want you to know we're laughing at you.
1: So if that helps.
0: He says he's six, so it doesn't kind of sink in. It's not like our 13-year-old did this. Then it would sink into him trying to explain this to a six-year-old. We told him, we took money out of his piggy bank to pay for this bag of food and this one and so on. We could tell he was upset, but we don't know if it's really sunk in yet. That's the frustrating well, what part. Well, what
1: if he thinks it was totally worth it? I didn't have that much in that piggy
0: bank. So much. I got a lot of food. So much food was ordered from so many different places that Chase Bank actually sent this guy a fraud alert. Sure, of course. After declining a $439 order from Hampi's Pizza pizza. However, the $183 order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant did go through just fine, and that showed up at the house. Now you got 183 bucks worth of jumbo shrimp?
1: Listen, I might be six years old, but you know how I like my shrimp? <laughs> jumbo.
0: And you're drinking, uh, what's he drinking?
1: Champagne.
0: Champagne. Champagne cocktail. Took a few orders of food for Stonehouse to realize what was going on, After he put two and two together, there was nothing he could do to stop the orders from coming. He he says, I was putting Mason to bed, and I saw a car pull up, and the doorbell rang with the driver dropping off a big bag of stuff. My wife owns a bakery, and it was a big wedding weekend, so I thought it was just somebody dropping off some of the decorative stuff that they used from her. But instead, it was from Leo's Coney Island, and I said, (laughs) what the heck? And the doorbell rang, and it just kept happening. Car... After car. (laughs) Cars were pulling into the driveway while others were pulling out. (laughs) (laughs) Well? Oh, no, it's
1: another one. Well, if there's nothing you can do about it, I would suggest that you throw a party.
0: He says, I finally asked one of them what they were delivering. He said, we ordered chicken shawarmas. I took the food and then it hit me. I looked at my phone with repeated messages that my food was getting ready or my food was being delivered, and I looked at my bank account and it was getting drained. He says there was nothing he could do to stop the orders. He called one restaurant who told him, hey, not our problem, get a hold of Grubhub. He says there's no way to do that, that he could figure out there was no way to cancel the orders. Uh-huh. When all it was said and done, most of the food went into the family's refrigerators, They've got a couple different refrigerators because of the bakery that his wife owns. He says they also invited some neighbors over to eat some of the food. Yeah,
1: throw a party.
0: Quote, while all the food was being delivered and I figured out what happened, I went to talk to Mason about what he did. And this is the only part that makes me laugh. I was trying to explain to him that this wasn't good, and he puts his hand up and stops me and says, Dad, did the pepperoni pizzas come yet? (laughs) (laughs) I had to walk out of the room. Uh, I didn't know if I should get mad or laugh. uh, I didn't know what to do. uh Stonehouse says he's heard of things like this happening to other parents, but not to this level. He recommends you make sure you don't have important apps readily available for your kids to click on when they're using your phone. Let me stop you right there. Where are the pepperoni pizzas? (laughs) I understand you're upset, (laughs) but have the pepperoni pizzas shown up yet? He says, I knew this could happen, but you just don't think your kid is going to do something like this. He's definitely smart enough. I just didn't expect it. Listen, you're, you're yelling at me and I get it uh-huh. loud and clear, but there's the little matter of those pepperoni dates. First things first.
2: <laughs> is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it would be like this.
0: Compelling, engaging, and inspirational. Intuitive. That's what we just did for you. Those were the top five things. You have our thanks for downloading it, listening to it, and now uh, I guess you can move on to maybe another episode of uh, the top five things or, I don't know, maybe get on with your life and listen to something else. No, don't do that. No, don't ever do that. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, cooks. And you
1: stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on,
0: Quad Cities, represent.
1: This is for the Quad Cities Rep. This Davin boy yeah, can we keep it lit rock Island. Come on. and it just don't stop e smalling yeah, they keeping it hot uh. and that's it the game's over okay the game's over let the new games begin bing bong <whistles> goodbye sir stand
2: clear of the closing doors please bing, bing.